For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. <clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This is episode 240 of the WCWS Outside the Ropes here, of course, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. Our apologies for, of course, for the late, late start to the show tonight, as, of course, several other, several, um, several situations had had forced us to back off a little bit. From of course getting started at our normal time of 6:30, hence of course why we did not play any music coming in here this evening. However, ladies and gentlemen, what, what I will be doing here of course tonight is bringing you several stories from of course 411 Mania, as far as of course uh, your pop culture uh, pop culture headlines, as well as of course your pop culture history and birthdays, and also some wrestling uh, stories here. <clears throat> Uh, to, of course, get you prepped for tonight's edition of Revolution. If you still wish to chime in here tonight, please feel free to give us a call. Phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID, 141-387-POUND. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening. Let's go ahead and get right to it here, ladies and gentlemen, as we start off with, of course, go to 411mania.com. And, of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to, for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows, including, of course, in addition to Outside the Ropes, uh, Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, as well as, of course, Power Hour, as well as, of course, WCWS This Morning. Hopefully more shows will pop up here, of course, coming up uh, here um, in 2021. We're going to read like a select handful here, folks, as, of course, we said we're running a little bit behind here tonight. We want to make sure we get everything in here, of course, here for the for, for the night here, of course, um, as we, of course, always plan to do so each and every, each and every week. Our first story, ladies and gentlemen, will be coming up here. It came out last night from Jeremy Thomas. As Fox orders the uh, Ancient Greece animated show from Dan Harmon, who did Rick and Morty. Fox is taking an animated trip back to Ancient Greece, courtesy of a new show from Rick and Morty's Dan Harmon. The network announced, and this was per deadline, they had given a series order to the as-yet-untitled series, which will debut in the spring of next year. Harmon is the creator and will serve as executive producer for the show. Set in mythical ancient Greece, it follows the story of a flawed family of humans, gods, and monsters that tries to run one of the world's first cities without killing each other. It is such a nice full-circle business moment in the sense that it represents many of the touch points that we've talked about. This was said in a statement by Fox Entertainment CEO Charlie Collier. We have a Fox Entertainment fully owned and financed animated show from Dan Harmon at the top of his game that Bento Box will produce and will be ours for the broadcast network to stream and to stream on Tubi. The series is also the first to move forward under our broadcast direct model. Collier added, 
leave it to Dan Harmon to turn the mythos of early Greek civilizations uh, civilization in, uh, into remarkably sharp commentary on today's politics, celebrity, and pop culture. This project is an incredibly irreverent family comedy as told by one of the town's most inventive storytellers. We are proud to partner with Dan on this series, which strengthens our hold on the animation space as we continue to build Fox Entertainment. Marks an important first step with the, for us with our fully first fully owned scripted property. So we hope, of course, that comes out. I say it will come out in the spring of next year. Our next story here comes out uh, came out. Uh, let me see on Monday, courtesy of Jeremy Thomas, as Jamie Lee Curtis will join the cast of the of the uh, next Borderlands movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is headed into the video game-inspired future of Borderlands, signing on for a role in the film adaptation. Lionsgate announced on Monday that the Halloween and True Life stars joining Kate Blanchett, Blanchett and Kevin Hart in the Eli Roth-directed adaptation of the best-selling video game franchise. Curtis will play Tannis, described as an archaeologist on Pandora who might have the key to finding the vault, but whose complicated history with Lilith, Lilith Lilith, played by Blanchett, isn't going to help. Working with the iconic Jamie Lee Curtis has been a lifelong dream of mine, and I am so excited for her to bring her humor, warmth, and brilliance to the role of Tannis, this was said by Eli Roth. Lionsgate Motion Pictures Group President Nathan Kahane said, The kind of talent we've been able to bring together for Borderlands is a testament to the incredible script that Craig wrote and Eli's vision for Pandora. Jamie is unique in her in that her characters have depth and Gravitas, Gravitas, but are also hugely entertaining. She commands the screen. At this point, Jamie is like family to us after bringing so much to uh, the movie Lions Dives Out and hosting last summer's Lionsgate Live fundraiser to help theater workers. We could not be more thrilled to be working with her again. The film was written by Craig, Craig Mazin, who did Chernobyl, as based on the Gearbox software and 2K game franchise which has sold more than 66 million copies worldwide. Set in the distant future of 2864 AD, the games take place on Pandora, a supposedly mineral-rich planet colonized by mega-corporations that proves to be a highly dangerous environment. Artifacts from a long-extinct alien race known as the Iridians lead to the discovery of valuable vaults that, the faction, that factions and individuals battle against each other against in the race to discover the untold treasure and power. So, of course, we definitely will be looking forward to that, of course, as once in the legendary Jamie Lee Curtis will be, of course, be premiered, will be, of course, in that uh, great role right there. Uh, a couple of stories related to some of the Super Bowl commercials that you might have saw on Sunday. Uh, this this one came out, uh, this one, this story came out, of course, on, I believe it was, uh, let's see, that's why on Sunday, as uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this as Timothy Chalmay plays Edward Scissorhands' son in a Super Bowl spot for Cadillac. Cadillac's Super Bowl spot was a follow-up to Edward Scissorhands with Winona Ryder reprising her role and Timothy Chalmay playing the titular character's son. You can see the ad, of course, on, on this page for Cadillac's hands-free car in which Ryder returns as Kim, the mother of young Edgar Scissorhands. The spot features the same visual palette as the 1990 Tim Burton film, which starred Johnny Depp in the role 
as well as Danny Elfman's score from the movie. Burton said of the TV spot in a statement, he says, It's rare when you when a work you're proud of continues to live on and evolve with the times, even after 30 years. I'm glad to see Edgar coping with the new world. I hope both fans and those being introduced to Edward Scissorhands for the first time enjoy it. Of course, <clears throat> of course, like I said, that's a like I said, very, very unique, of course, uh, very, very unique uh, take on that character there indeed. Let's see here. And one other Super Bowl story that we did have, of course, as well, before we go to our pop culture history and birthdays here tonight. Uh, Jeremy Thomas had this story came out on Sunday as a Super Bowl spot for M. Night Shyamalan's movie Old lays out the story. The first preview for M. Night Shyamalan's new thriller Old aired during the Super Bowl and gives us an idea of what to expect from the film. Where you can see the preview on this page right here. For the Universal Thriller, which sets the stage of a family taking a vacation to a beach spot where they suddenly start aging dramatically. As it turns out, they'll be leaving their full lives in a single terrifying day. Of course, the official posters on this page here as well. The film stars Gail Garcia Bernal, Vicky Kreps, Rufus Sewell, Ken, Ken Luing, Nikki Amuka Bird, Abby Lee, Aaron Pierre, Kat, Kathleen Chaffant, Alexis Swinton. Nolan River, Kylie Begley, Ambeth Davids, Eliza, Eliza Scanlon, Alex Wolf, Immune Elliott, and Tomasin McKenzie. Written and directed by Shalomon based on the graphic novel Sandcastle by Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick Peters, it releases on July 23rd and is described as the following. This summer, visionary filmmaker M. Knight Shalomon unveils a chilling, mysterious new thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discovered that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives in a single day. And, of course, like I said, they got the poster is is unbelievable, of course, like I said, that they have here. Uh, uh, but, like I said, the movie Old will come out, of course, this summer. So there you have it there, ladies and gentlemen, of course, for uh, your pop culture portion of our new segment here tonight. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 141387-POUND. This is episode 2 U.S. Outside the Ropes, Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw here, of course, on the line. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up uh, later here this evening at 9 o'clock, episode number 949, The Revolution, as we will talk about your latest news and views and history and birthdays. We will also, of course, talk about, ladies and gentlemen, uh, any results that we do have coming in here thus far, uh, as far as, of course, our poll matches that we have up here. Of course, we have four going on right now, even as we speak, including, of course, give you some updates here. Hopefully, we can be able to update you, of course, on the two uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic uh, uh, semifinal matches that will lead on, of course, to see who will be competing to win the men's and also the women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic this coming Sunday. Uh, <clears throat> and, of course, of course, other other discussions will, of course, take place here as well. So don't forget to listen in. 138055-POUND, of course, coming up here at 9 o'clock for episode 949 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. Now let's go to check our pop culture history and birthdays here, of course, here for today. 
first off, some general history here for us, some that are, uh, uh, let me see here. Um, on this day, 1906, British battleship HMS Dreadnought launches after only 100 days, renders all other capital ships obsolete with its revolutionary design. And on this day, 1952, India holds its first general election. Prime Minister Jawaharlal Nehru remains in power. Uh, famous birth uh, of uh, uh, Boris Pasternak uh, today would have been, let's say, would have turned, was, I think it would be, uh, let's see here. Give us just one second here, folks, and we'll and we'll and we'll check that out here for you. Okay, I was correct. Would have turned 131 years old here today. He passed away in 1960. Also, uh, Leontine Price today turns 94, and Elizabeth Banks, who is currently the host of the revamped. Uh, version of the 80s game show Pressure Luck today turns 47 um, today here of course as well uh, also I also believe it or not uh, um, we do have of course several uh, we do have some other moments of course to talk about here in movies and you know, let's go now to movies and TV of course let's go ahead and bring that here too um, Let's see here. Uh, on this day, 1939, Stagecoach, a Western film directed by John Ford, starring Claire Trevor and John Wayne, premieres in Miami. On this day, 1940, Tom and Jerry, the infamous cartoon created by William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, debuts uh, from MGM, uh, of course, debuts the cartoon series. On this day, 1951, John and Marsha by Stan Freeberg. A parody of daytime soap operas, which had only two voices repeating each other's names, peaks at number 21 in the United States. On this day, 1956, the show My Friend Flicka premieres on CBS, but later it would come it would come to NBC. On this day, 1964, WBGU TV Channel 27 in Bowling Green, Ohio, which is a PBS affiliate, begins their broadcasting. On this date in 1972, the BBC bands. Give the um, the song uh, "Give Ireland Back to the Irish" by the band Wings. On the day 1978, the U.S. premiere of the movie Blue Collar, which was which was the which was the first movie directed by Paul Schrader, and this is a wrestling related uh, topic right here. On this day 1989, to gain deregulation, the WWF, of course now WWE admits that pro wrestling is an exhibition and it's not a sport in a New Jersey court. Of course, the fans actually know a lot, a whole lot better than that, indeed. Uh, some noble birthdays. Of course, we mentioned Elizabeth Banks today turns 47. Actress Laura Dern today turns 54. And legendary actor Robert Wagner, of course, you remember him from the Pink Panther movies as well as Park. Also, the Austin Powers movies more recently, I think. Today turns 91. And today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's see, seven years ago today, we lost the legendary uh, Shirley Temple. Of course, she would, she would, she would marry her, certainly known as Shirley Temple Black. Uh, she, uh, pat, she passed away 
let me see here. Let me see what how old she was. Uh, but she passed away in 2014. She would have been about 86 years old when she passed. But it was only seven years ago that we lost the legendary Shirley Temple Black. And some weddings and one divorce here to talk about here. Let's go ahead and bring that here. On this day, 1934, British-born actor Cary Grant. Of course, if you remember him from the movies North by Northwest and a lot of other movies, who he was 30 years old at the time, marries Virginia Sherrell from the movie City Lights. She was only 26 at the time. On this date here in 1951, the Shah of Persia, Mohammad Reza Pahlavi, uh, who was 31 at the time, marries actress Soraya S. Fandieri uh, Bakhtiari, who was 19 at the time. And on this date here in 2001, legendary singer and comedian Weird Al Yankovic, who was 31 at the time, marries Suzanne Krajewski. And one divorce that took place on this on this day, folks. On this day in 2011, former Playboy model Kamir Donatachi, who was 42 at the time, divorces Kelsey Grammer, of course, best known as playing Dr. Frazier Crane on Cheers. And then, of course, later, the show Frazier and spinoff. Of course, Kelsey Grammer was 56 at the time. It was due to irreconcilable differences after 14 years of marriage. But the one one thing I will mention here, um, the WWE, of course, like I said, was just doing that to try to get themselves out of a hole, in my personal opinion. But I will say that, that wrestling is, of course, a sport because they are athletes and they do get physical so um so regardless of whatever 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 they said back in 1989 um they were just saying that just to get themselves of course uh um out of hot water i guess so there you go um on this day in music on our music history and birthdays here uh, for today on this day 1794 joseph hayden's 99 symphony and e premieres on the state 1860, Johann Brahms' second serenade in A premieres. On the state 1878, Peter Tchaikovsky's fourth, fourth symphony in F premieres. On the state 1884, 81, I'm sorry, 1881, excuse me, Jacques Offenbach's opera Les Cantes de Hoffman premieres in Paris. On the state 1882, Nikolai Rimsky's Korsakov's opera Synergucha premieres in St. Petersburg. On say 1931, Richard Rogers and Lorenz Hart's musical America's Sweetheart premieres on Broadway at the Broadhurst Theater in New York City. Also on the state 1934, Howard Hansen's Marymount premieres in New York City. And also on the state 1940, In the Mood by Glenn Miller hits number one. As we said, the legendary singer Leontine Price sadly well, today turns 94 years old. Uh, some notable passings, of course. In 1774, on this date, Florian Leopold Gassman, who was a Bohemian composer, sadly passes away at the age of 44. On this date, in 1783, James Nars, who was a composer, passes away at the age of 67. On this date, in 1816, Johann Paul Agedius Martini, who was, composed, who was also a composer, passes away at the age of 74. And on this date, in 1832, Antonio Benito Maria Puccini, who is a composer from Italy, passes away at the age of 84. Some um, some notable weddings here. We did talk about where Yankovic 
getting married in 2001 on this date. On this date, 1966, reggae musician, of course, remember the late Bob Marley, who was 21 at the time, marries fellow musician Rita Anderson, who was 19 at the time. Also on this date, in 2006, former lead singer of the band Creed, Scott Stapp, who was 32 at the time, marries Miss New, Miss New York USA 2004 winner Jacqueline Nezewat, who was 25 at the time, in Miami. Okay. Uh, also in music history here, ladies and gentlemen, in 1942, the first ever gold record was awarded to the, to the, to the, song, to the song Chattanooga Choo Choo by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. Uh, one, the one picture that we're seeing of, the, of that, whether it was presented to the group's drummer, uh, Tex Baniki. Uh, so, but the first ever gold record was awarded to, like I said, to, for that song by the Glen Miller Orchestra, Chattanooga Choo Choo. So there you go. Uh, now let's go to, of course, your sports history and birthdays here for today. On this date here in 1908, Canadian World Heavyweight Boxing Champion Tommy Burns knockouts Englishman Jack Palmer in round four in London in his eighth title defense. On this day in 1912, Hobbs and Rhodes make 323 cricket opening stand versus Australia at MCG. On this day in 1920, baseball outlaws all pitches involving tampering with the ball. On this day in 1924, Bucky Harris, at 27 years old, becomes the youngest baseball manager. He, of course, he manages the Washington Senators. On this day in 1925, American League decides to alternate leagues for Game One of World Series each year. On this date, 1926, building of Olympic Stadium in Amsterdam begins. On this date, 1932, Sweden goes one for two in the 18K cross-country event at the Lake Placid Winter Olympics. Sven Utterstrom wins gold ahead of teammate Axel Wigstrom. And on this date, 1953, the Ice Dance Championship at Davos was won by Westwood and Demi. I believe that was there from Great Britain. Uh, two uh, two noble uh, birthdays here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Mark Spitz today turns 71, and legendary golfer Greg Norman turns 66 today. Also, uh, I'm not sure who this gentleman was, of course, in the world of sports, but Mike Illich uh, passed away on this day here in 2017, so that was about four years ago. Uh, let us see here. Let me see if I can get I can get I can get an age here. He was about 88 years old when he passed away. So it may have been 87. We might not have gotten 88, but it was we'll say close to 88 right there. And also, and also, of course, uh, two weddings that took place in sports history on this day, 1946. The first African American pro baseball player, Jackie Robinson, marries Rachel Isom. And on this day in 1974, NBA player Julius Irving, of course, Dr. J, who was 23 at the time, marries model Turkese Brown at Waldorf. So there you have it, of course, right there with your pop culture, history, and birthdays here, of course, for today. 1605-562-0444. Caller ID uh, <clears throat> 141387-POUND. This is, of course, episode 240 of WCWS Outside the Ropes, of course, like we said, Wednesday, February 10th, 2021. 
Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen. While we have a few moments, let us go ahead and give you uh, let us go ahead and give you the following information courtesy of our automated WCWS Weather Center. Of course, I'm referring to the Amazon Echo Dot, and I will do it by mentioning by saying this. Alexa, seven-day weather forecast for Trinity, North Carolina. Trinity for the next seven days. Expect showers on Thursday and Friday, with snow on Saturday. Expect showers returning Sunday through Tuesday, with clouds on Wednesday. Daytime highs will range between 37 and 55 degrees Fahrenheit, peaking on Wednesday. Thank you. Of course, Chad. Hope you've had a good Wednesday. That was, of course, the automated WWS Weather Center at Amazon.com. If you don't have one of these, ladies and gentlemen, of course, like I say, it can help you check check the weather where you live. Also, you can help you check on, keep you up to date with current news. And also, of course, we'll look up any, also anything here. Even, of course, if you ordered anything off of Amazon, it will tell you if you, if, if, if it will tell you how far it is from being here. So be sure to get, grab one of those here today or get, get some new version of it if you wish. So. Now let's let's take care of. Of course, we got uh, five wrestling stories we're going to bring you here. Of course, right now, Joseph Lee has this story that came out today. As Dolph Ziggler reacts to his brother's promo from AEW Dark, Ryan Nemeth, the brother of Dolph Ziggler, cut a promo on last night's episode of AEW Dark, in which he stated that no one wanted to admit that they loved him. He said, "I just want to address the elephant in the room right now, because I get that the feeling that a lot of you don't like me." You don't like that I'm smart. You don't like that I'm attractive. You don't like how famous I am. You don't like that, that I'm known the world over. You don't like that I'm, a, I'm in TV and film. And I'm a true hunt, a true Hollywood hunt. Get it out. Get it out of your system. It's healthy. But I think if you search within your heart, you'll, you'll search within your minds and look deep down in there, you realize you can admit it. You like me. You adore me. Everyone around the ring, everyone in the back, everyone watching me at home on their phones, just say it out loud. It's going to feel good. Say it, I love Ryan. We all like Ryan. Ziggler posted in response, I don't even like Ryan. Of course, uh, tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, which will probably pop on here momentarily. Uh, um, uh, Ryan Nemeth is scheduled to take on Pac on tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite. So be sure to check that out here, of course, here as well. Uh, AEW's um, Twitter account said today the Hollywood hunk at Hot Young Riley has to get something off his chest. Hashtag AEW Dark. And then Dolph Ziggler responded saying, I don't even like Ryan. And then he also said, and this is Dolph Ziggler also saying, blah, 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 bet you blow it. So, so apparently there might be some sort of situation there involving, of course, uh, Obviously, something here, of course, probably with both of these men, of course, probably competing against one another to see who, who is better in the ring, obviously, but you never know. But we'll have to wait and see what happens, of course, with that. And we'll hopefully get an update on some of the results of AEW and also, of course, NXT coming up here a little bit later on Revolution. I will point out that last night's episode of AEW Dark was posted on the AEWS page last night. For several other, of course, uh, pro show uh, things on the AEW US page, including the episode of AEW Unrestricted, where they talked to Brody Lee's widow, Amanda Huber. <clears throat> and 
So be sure to to check that out there as well, of course, on our AEWS page. Joseph Lee posted this story here today as well as John Cena was interviewed, and he said he doesn't think today's WWE is soft, but just different. In an interview with Forbes, who of course will give credit for this interview, John Cena spoke about The Undertaker's comments about today's WWE wrestler being soft, knowing that he disagrees with the sentiment. Here are some highlights. On not appearing at WrestleMania, Cena says, Unfortunately, it's out of my hands. Every other year except for this year has been completely within my realm. If this were normal times, I would, be, I would 100% be there. I'd find a way to contribute somehow. I sat, I've sat in the crowd as a fan. I'll do whatever the event asked me to because it means that much to me, and WWE means that much to me. I'm in Vancouver shooting Peacemaker for HBO Max. It's a spinoff series based on my character from Suicide Squad. Of course, Peacemaker It's an unbelievable opportunity. James Gunn has written the whole thing. He's directed a bunch of the episodes. This is something that I'm inspired to do. Because of the quarantine law, if I were to fly to the States for Sunday on WrestleMania, which is totally possible, the complications arrive when I come back to Canada, because then I would have to quarantine for 14 days, and that puts production back more than two weeks, which costs a boatload of money, and that would be super, super, super selfish of me. Should things beyond my control normalize a bit and travel restrictions lift up, then sure, I'm in. But right now, it is logistically impossible. I can't do that to Warner. I can't do that to D.C. I can't do that to James. I can't do that to the Suicide Squad. It's just not fair. On if the WWE's product today is soft, Cena says, I guess I viewed WWE as a product outside of myself for a long time. I guess that's why I was so interested in the business side of it from the early on in my career. And then I've seen it evolve. But I've also been called everything that's ruined sports entertainment. I can look at the economics of it and make an argument that between myself and the large amount of folks that carried on the roster beyond the Attitude Era into the Ruthless Aggression Era and the Reality Era, the fans of the Attitude Era certainly looked certainly looked at our product as not what they're used to, and it wasn't. So I may have a bit of disagreement with the Undertaker's word choice because I don't think it's soft. I think it's different. Remember, one of the first times Steve Austin came out during the height of the PG Era and he was just befuddled because Steve also goes out there and runs it. And if he gets stuck, he can curse. He can throw up some middle fingers. He can ask for a beer. We took away three of the biggest clubs that he could hit with and told him to go out there and be himself. And he came back shaking his head and said, I don't know how you do this, but if he had enough time, he's a great performer. He could get used to it. On what he takes of the current WWE product, if he sees any scars. What do I think of the WWE product right now? I love it. I think it's bold. It's forcing people to take chances. Forbes did an article on me back in 2020 where I had said, I don't believe that WWE will ever have a marquee star. And here we are less than a year later, and I completely say I was wrong. You want to talk about being too close to the product? I was just too close. Having seen it, having lived it myself, I should have just realized that the company is in transition. It takes a long time. I would say it's three and a half years or more to build a certain talent because I've walked in those shoes. Now you have Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. Sasha Banks could be in that conversation. That's not what I said it was in 2020. It's not a scattered fragment of super friends. WWE has just refocused, reshifted, and now it's consolidating on, on, of course, marquee stars. They have their marquee stars, and and going forward, they will have their big names. As far as those names being larger than life, the enormity of their impact is up to the individuals themselves. So. So we will wait and see, of course, like I said, if, if what Cena is saying, of course, is true. 
And of course, like I said, if he's able to, to do a little something here to possibly uh, come uh, come back to uh, be here in time for uh, WrestleMania, then that would be great. But we'll have to wait and see what, what all happens. Jeremy Thomas has this story that came out last night with some news coming out of Impact as AEW stars actually roast Tommy Dreamer for his 50th birthday, plus of Dreamer's contract signing uh, promo. Tommy Dreamer turns 50 years old on Saturday as he faces Rich Swan at No Surrender, and AEW stars roasted him to celebrate. Impact aired a montage of happy birthday wishes from the likes of Chris Jericho, MJF, Matt Hardy, uh, Yaz, Arn Anderson, the young, uh, that might be Taz, I'm not sure, but the Young Bucks, Eddie Kingston, and Proud and Powerful, of course, you can see right here on this page, along with some generally sweet sentiments. We had MJF calling Dreamer a fat, disgusting, worthless sack of and joke with Jericho about how there's no way he's beating Rich Swan. Kingston started off well, but then complained about having to continue putting him over. Matt Jackson called him old AF, while Jericho said he was a much bigger mark than I am. MJR finished off by saying, can't wait to watch you croak in the middle of the ring. You can also see a montage of Impact stars wishing Dreamer well, of course, um, blown on this page. Of course, of course, there's two tweets that first came out, I think, late last night, early this morning. From Impact, of course, talking about this. And, of course, speaking of Tommy Dreamer, he had his contract signing segment with Swan to close last night's show and delivered an impassioned promo. Of course, it's on this page right here if you want to, of course, see that. Blake Lavelle posted this story, of course, here uh, last night as Rocky Romero responds to protect potential ego issues with AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and Impact Relationship. Wrestling Perspective has re recently interviewed Rocky Romero, and he discussed lots of topics surrounding New Japan Pro Wrestling, AEW, and Impact Wrestling, including potential creative tension in the working relationship with the three companies. When asked about the companies and performers putting their egos and grudges aside, Romero expressed why he thinks that's easier to do given how the pandemic has impacted the wrestling business, and this was via Fightful. He said, I think the pandemic has changed things. At least you would think here in this moment where the world is just taking an effing beating, that is like, here's a great moment to put the ego aside, put the other things aside. Let's just work together so we can continue to feed all of our families and get back to, and give back to the fans who are going through a tough time. I think that's what is really kind of important. Maybe that sounds that kind of sounds sappy in a way, but I think that's really the truth. Here's a moment where we can actually do things to help each other instead of going the other way. But there's always going to be the big guy in the corner, always constantly watching us. And trying to screw us all, is trying to screw all of us over. So why not be cool with each other? Because there's always the other guy who's just going to be ready to pounce at any second and wants us to fail. The most recent development between the companies featured Kenta appearing on last week's episode of Dynamite, with the New Japan Pro Wrestling stars sent the team with Kenny Omega to take on John Boxley and Lance Archer on tonight's edition of Dynamite. So we'll definitely be watching out for that and see how that turns out. And I'm sure we'll get some updates on the results here. Of course, as we said, coming up here, of course, <clears throat> coming up here in about uh, in, in a little while here. Jeffrey Harris, and one more story here. Jeffrey Harris posted this last night, some WWE news, as Mandy Rose takes part in the Busted Challenge and also a preview clip of the NXT event Vengeance Day. It appears a viral trend called the Busted Challenge hasn't died off quite yet. WWE superstar Mandy Rose shared a video video 
um, on Monday uh, on social media where she takes part in. You can you can view, of course, that that clip of course on here below. Um, of course, uh, hashtag Busset Challenge, hashtag Raw, hashtag WWE Raw. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, WWE uh, released a new preview clip for Sunday's NXT Takeover Vengeance Day. To have the promo spot right here, of course, right here on this page, and we will post this on our page NXT, in our in our group NXT US. The future generation, of course, coming up here right after, of course, outside the ropes is uh, right after outside the ropes is taking care of for the night. On that note, here, folks, that's all we got here, of course, here for this evening. And I want to thank y'all for joining us, joining us here today. Of course, a little bit of a shortened version of tonight's show, but as we said, of course, a lot of things did take place here tonight, and it was out of my, it was out of our control, and we had to, of course, get those situated before we could. Uh, before we could, uh, <clears throat> you know, before we can come on and take care of this. So on that note here, we will be, we thank you very much for listening in. Be sure to join us, like I said, coming up here in about an hour and 15 minutes for, for episode 949, of course, of Revolution. Of course, bring you the news and views of the day. Also, of course, bring you the pop wrestling and pop culture history and birthdays of the, of the day. Plus, also get you some uh, updates on the results of tonight's episodes of NXT and also AEW Dynamite. Also give you updates, of course, on the poll matches that we have in the Pay-Per-View Prediction Center page. We'll get, and, of course, uh, and, and also, of course, also uh, any updates, of course, that we have on the matches that we've posted so far for the NXT uh, Vengeance Day uh, Prediction Title Challenge. Of course, we'll be updating that here, of course, after tonight. Anyhow, of course, with the results of, of the the um, of who will be, will be facing each other in the finals of both the men's and the women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. So we'll keep you, of course, surprised, of course, of all that here as well. <clears throat> of course, like I said, Outside the Ropes, Episode 240 is a broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoe.com. We are, of course, five years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, be sure to keep yourself clean. Uh, keep, keep, keep your hands clean. Keep yourself clean. And, of course, we'll be doing a whole, whole lot of praying, of course, here. Uh, <clears throat> as we, of course, we continue to get, we'll be out the door, of, uh, out this will be long gone here, of course, hopefully here very, very soon here. But still take every precaution necessary here, folks. And maybe that we may not be able to get it done, get it out of here a lot quicker than than uh, than expected. So just 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 say a very big time prayer here and hopes like I said we will we will of course prevail here in this. As we of course now more and ever continue to stand more and more united as ever. <clears throat> so take care and God bless here, folks. And remember, since 2015, you're a source for everything in the world of wrestling, pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything, of course, in between. This is, of course, WCWS Radio Network. We'll talk at you here, of course, uh, of course, coming up here at nine at nine o'clock or a little bit before nine for our edition of Revolution episode 949. Take care. God bless, folks. We'll talk at you here later this evening. Have a good have a good night and take care.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.